0: inspiring and equipping you to live the life you're destined to live. This is the Ascend Men podcast. This week we are hearing from Liam Rushmer who is the founder and fitness professional at Fitness Rush Limited. He was born in Huntingdon, raised in St. Ives and now lives in Sutton, near Ely. Married in 2016, he's the proud father of two daughters aged two and five. And with relatives in Orlando, those girls are getting to see plenty of Mickey and Minnie. Welcome to the
1: podcast, Liam. Good morning, Alan. Thank you very much for having me on your podcast today. I'm very excited to talk about my journey and all things wellness.
0: Great, and we are, we are looking forward to that. But we always like to settle down with some quick fire questions. So here comes three for you, Liam. Number one, if you had to emigrate to another country for the rest of your life, where would that be?
1: Somewhere very quiet with not many people around.
0: <laughs> are you thinking like beach destination? Or... I'm thinking Bermuda, probably. Probably in the triangle. In the triangle. I um, could get lost there. Number two, um, Coke, diet or full fat? You have to choose one. <laughs> Diet or neither Diet or neither, okay is, it, is, is, is neither the preference then? Coke for me is a no-go Good man, right And finally, if you had a bucket list of things you wanted to do before you die What would be the top
1: three things? I've been through this many times actually One is to shoot to basketball on an NBA court Good Another one is to score a goal at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium So we're getting a sporting theme here very sporty indeed. And maybe take my family to the moon.
0: Okay, so that's um, that's a bit more difficult. I was going to say, if there's anybody listening to this podcast who can open a door for numbers one or two, that would be great. Uh, number three might be a little bit more tricky.
1: I don't think we're a million miles away, Alan. bub uh, bubum!
0: <laughs> I love it. All right, um, so let's let's hear your story. You were 23. You were not living a very positive lifestyle. And now you run Fitness Rush Limited. Let's hear how you made that transformation.
1: It seems like such a long time ago now. 16 years ago, it wasn't the best of life, no. I agree. So I think any 20-year-old wants to experiment. I lived in Corfu, in Kavos for a few summers, drinking, smoking, not the healthiest of lifestyles, and... Once I come back to the UK, I'll continue that lifestyle, although there's no need to. So I had a a career in van driving. I was a courier. And one day I was broken down at the side of the road. And before this happened, what I'm going to tell you, I was sleeping in the back of that van. And if what happened happened when I was sleeping in that van, I would not be here today. Something told me to get out the back and get into the front to look at my phone considering I always have my phone with me but not on this day so I got into the front looked at my phone 30 seconds later I looked in the wing mirror and there's a front of a lorry there and it hit me from behind someone told me this who who saw the accident I flipped over five times in the van and ended up in a ditch no one knows how I survived that that day hmm There's nine police cars, there, two ambulances, two fire engines, a helicopter. They thought they're coming to pick up a a deceased um, person, Mm. but I actually pulled myself out of that van, Mm. sat down at the side of the road. And sometimes things happen for a reason. And unfortunately it took something for me to nearly lose my life, to change Mm. my life. And using fitness as a tool to help me mentally and physically That spurred me to change my life. I think the feeling I got from working out was so poignant and and so good for me that I fell into the fitness industry. Mm. And I think that happens sometimes. We don't know what we want to do with life. Mm -hmm. And one of the scariest questions I've ever been asked, and I think most people might be able to relate to this. So I can remember sitting there, my teacher, is a French teacher, Mr. Gunton, he's my form teacher. He asked me, what I wanted to do, where I'd be in five years' time. And that question has always haunted me. And he wouldn't have known that that question has had such an impact on my life. Mm. And I just wanted to say as well that words can make a big impact on people's lives. So just remember when you're talking to people, something you say could impact them positively or negatively negatively. For the rest of their lives so just mm. remember when you, you're talking people wow. do listen so yeah i thought I, I fell into um, depression through that question to be honest because I, I thought i was wasting my life i didn't know what i wanted to do and i, I thought i needed to know what i wanted to do mm. but it's funny that i actually fell into the fitness industry and fell into what i'm doing now without actually knowing i was going to do it so sometimes things happen for a reason like i said and once i fell into the fitness industry i started buying and selling gym equipment of all things um to quite a high level where it became my career i had three shipping containers a local farm where i stored equipment and it got to quite a a big a, a big um thing that i got storage unit nearby mm-hmm. and fast forward to 2015 the gym equipment sales business was tough there's a lot of people doing it so i become a personal trainer. I did my personal training mm. award in level two and level three. And I went for a job, uh, quite a big gym chain. And they offered me a minimum wage job where I'd be doing classes and cleaning machines. And I thought to myself, I've already got a business. I'm already making pretty good money. I don't really want to go backwards and, mm. and do a minimum wage job. So I went into my storage unit, looked around, and there's so much gym equipment there. I thought, I can make my own gym. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what I did. I thought to myself, worst case scenario, I don't make any money for the first year and it's going to cost me £6,000 in rent. So I took that gamble and the gamble paid off. Straight away, I had enough members to cover the the rent and never looked back really. Um, so 2015, April 1st, we opened. A year later, on the 26th of June, I got married to my lovely wife Unfortunately, my father couldn't be there that day because he was um, not very well. He had cancer, esophageal Mm -hmm. cancer, and actually passed away a month later Mm. in July. So that was a tough time in my life. A few months on in November, my granddad passed away. A month later, one of my best friends passed away uh, again from cancer. And a day later, when we were actually in America visiting family to tell them our brilliant news that we, we were pregnant, We actually had a miscarriage there. Mm. So five big events within six months was very tough to handle. And inevitably, I fell into heavy depression, severe anxiety, sensitivity to sound, my PTSD, come back from the van crash. Mm. So being in a gym was the worst place for me because I was out of control Mm. of the members banging weights and not knowing kind of where the next sound was going to come from. So I started looking at ways of changing my business model and how that would look. And I started investigating how I could change the gym into a facility for those who don't want to be around busy places and and being out of control. So I opened up to personal trainers and clients. Hmm. So they haven't got me worried about other members around using machines they want to use. And I didn't realize how many people were out there like, me and it took off, you know, mm. it's the best decision I've ever made business-wise. Yep. And then I started looking at ways, how could I take this to the wider community? Mm. We're in Oldhurst near Huntingdon in a single place. So people have to travel to us and there's many, many boundaries and barriers for people, whether it, whether it be motivation, isolation, having to travel, financial... So I started looking at containers, putting containers in multiple locations and putting gyms in them. But then I thought you need to buy land, et cetera. What's the ne- next, next be- best way? Put it in a van, I thought. So you could drive mm. the gym to anyone, mm-hmm. no matter where they are. So we have Fenland close to us, many, many isolated communities. So with the van now, we can go out to visit people who do have these barriers and we gain funding from local authorities, local charities, so we can train homeless people, deprived families, and we're also doing fitness qualifications with them to help them on their their career journeys.
0: Mm.
1: So all of this wouldn't have been able or wouldn't be possible without the van. And I get this question a lot of, you must be so proud of what you've done. Mm -hmm. within the fitness industry. And my answer was always, no, I'm not, at the moment. And the first time I felt proud was the other day. I was doing a qualification. I'm a tutor as well. We have a a qualification centre here at Fitness Rush. So I was tutoring one of our homeless individuals. And this this sense of pride came over me that I was helping someone and they're telling me, you're changing my life. Mm. And that was the first time... I had this overwhelming sense of pride and the endorphins were flowing. I felt amazing. Mm. Two days later, I I fell into, not depression, I got a little bit down. I think I was just so overwhelmed at being so high. Mm. I took that kind of um, come down quite heavy. Yeah, that was the first time I thought I'm proud now Mm. of what Mm. I'm doing. And bringing employees on and others who are passionate about working with those who don't have exercise on their doorstep or can't afford it, especially at the moment. So, yeah, it's it's come a long way. It's definitely come a long way. And we're going to take it a lot further.
0: So you've got multiple staff. Have you got the one vehicle or have you got more than one vehicle?
1: Great question. So we have the one vehicle currently. We are franchising the model. Mm. I said 2023 will be the year of proof. Mm -hmm. So we've had the van for two years now. We're proving the concept this year. We do have the franchise model ready to go, so we're going to be franchising the van out across the country, as well as the facilities and our private pods that we can put into multiple locations.
0: Sounds great. Really exciting. And you're impacting the lives of people who uh, normally would just be left in isolated environments or locked away in their own houses and things. Can you give us an example of one person who has really seen a big change because of what you're doing?
1: Yes, of course. There's a great case study from a homeless charity we're working with. And there's a, a lady with a disability that meant that her mental age was slightly lower than it should be. I think she was over thirty, and her mental age was well under ten. And wow. she'd never been out of her room um, mm. at the at the place where she's staying. And once we took the van over there, the mental health nurse brought her over, and she mm. went on the treadmill. She went on the bike, and I challenged her to a game of bean bags, throwing them into a bucket such a simple game but that changed her life she now comes on her own mm. the 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 workers there could not believe that she come out of her room let alone will go on her own now and play games with us it's unbelievable mm. and that again is a, a overwhelming sense of pride that we can change lives just like that
0: seeing that must be incredibly rewarding Liam well done it's clear you have a big heart and are passionate about reaching marginalised, excluded, lonely, isolated people. Ascend Men is a faith-based group, and that passion that you have would resonate with many of us who are following Christ Jesus. But you've already said to me that you're not a practising Christian. So I'm curious, where do those values come from?
1: My values come from my family. I had an amazing upbringing with a loving mother and father and and a brother. And I think that's instilled something in me that I want others to do well. And everyone has an opportunity and a chance to do well. It's like the homeless people we're working with. They're just like me and you and everyone else. Something could have happened to them, a marriage breakdown, an accident. Something happened to put them into a position they're in right now. Doesn't mean that's their forever position. Just means they're in a... In a position now they might not want to be in so we go in we we buy them their own clothes we take them shopping so they can create their own identities i think identity in this day and age is so important It's something that has been lost and a lot of us don't know what we can say who we can be where we can go i think by giving people that the chance to have their identities back will help instill some good values And make others want to help people like they've been helped themselves. I was fortunate that I turned a negative into a great positive. Mm. And now I've got a platform I can use to help others hopefully do the same. Wonderful. And uh, you've had that platform, uh, that mobile
0: gym at C3 Centre recently in Cambridge. How did that go and what what are the plans for that going forwards?
1: I love the C3. I I went on a tour in there and I went and saw the... um, the booth where the drums are oh my days that gave me so much inspiration and i know i can make gyms out of those pods so that might be something moving forward but yeah the people who come out to our our gym van they're amazed by it and um, we have gained funding now that we are going to be visiting the, the c3 center so please get in touch with alan or myself and um, to book that in and that's Not just personal training, that is fitness qualifications, that you'll get a level one qualification in your hand that you can put on your CV and maybe do something into the future with. Fantastic.
0: If anybody's listening to this and wants to know more about that, look in the show notes and pop a message back to either myself or or to Liam. So what's next for Fitness Rush? You've talked about 2023 being the year of proof and the franchise model. Uh, Where do you see yourself in three years
1: now? So Fitness Rush the, the motto is create a proud reflection. So we're looking to help everybody create their own proud reflection and make exercise accessible to everyone, no matter their circumstance. So we can take the facility to them. We can open doors for them to, to get careers, either in the fitness industry or with some of our partners. So we are looking to open as many doors for as many people across the country as possible.
0: Wonderful. So if somebody is listening to this, who can help open the door for Liam? I mean, it's a fantastic story, a story of of a near-death experience. Um that you survived. And that wasn't, that wasn't like the moment you've had moments since where you've had major drops down and then come back again from that. And I think you're now seeing in other people that opportunity to um, see them get onto their feet and build their self esteem and their uh, identity. Um, so thank you very much for sharing your story with us today. If somebody is out there who can open a door for Liam to do that for more people and have a wider impact, let's do that.
1: I just want to add, Alan, that You're right. I do still have down days. I I do still have days where I crush myself, and that's that goes to everyone out there. It's it's not a bad thing to have a down day. We just need to make sure that we are bouncing back and we are staying positive and we are talking to people. Because when I was at my worst, I wouldn't talk to anyone, and it might not be the best thing to do, but at that time, Mm -hmm. that was the right thing for me. And you hear a lot now about talking to people, and that's going to help you. It will help you when the time is right, but just make sure that you're looking after yourself. And when the time is right, reach out. Alan's there. You have a great group around you. I'm here. We have great networks. We signposts to different places. So Mm. just remember, you're not alone. There are lots and lots of people who go through similar things like you. There are people out there to help.
0: And that's a great place to finish because at the end of this podcast, the the closing phrase that I say is together we are stronger. And uh, that's just what you've been saying. So create a proud reflection. You have done that uh, with your life. You should be proud of what you've achieved so far. And I'm really excited about where that's going to be in, in the coming years. So thank you for being with us this morning, Liam. Thank you, Alan. It's been a real pleasure. God bless you, mate. So as you heard, Liam wouldn't consider himself a follower of Jesus, but what a heart he has for the marginalized, excluded, lonely, isolated people of the world. We can all learn a lot from Liam. Why not come along and meet him and see his mobile gym? Check the show notes for a link to C3 Wellness on the Fitness Rush website. And remember, together we are stronger.